Hello, and welcome back to The Expatriate. I'm your host, Ian McIntosh. I hope you're doing well. This week, I'll be joined by Luisa Preda, photographer, student, and fellow expat. We'll be discussing what it's like to work as an international artist in Finland, as well as how she approaches the topic of expatriation in her most recent projects. I hope you enjoy. Luta, welcome to the expatriate. How are you doing? Uh, well, I'm fine. Uh, just uh, working from home and uh, enjoying my evening. <laughs> Sounds good. So how about we start with you uh, telling everybody where you're from? Sure. Uh, my name is Luisa. Uh, I am living in Finland, Tampere, and I'm from Romania. I have been living in Galat. This is my hometown. And I have been also living for three years in Cluj-Napoca, which is my university town, let's say. And is Finland the only other country you've ever lived in? Uh, no, Finland is not the only country I've lived in. Uh, I have also lived for uh, half a year in Bordeaux, in France. And uh, I'm also planning to live in Germany, in Berlin, if everything goes uh, well, <laughs> with the COVID-19. How would you describe your work in five words or less? Right. Um, I don't know how to describe my work in a sense that I don't know how my work is perceived at the moment. Uh, but I can, uh, I can tell you what's my aim. So, uh, yeah. So my aim is to create something uh, pretty straightforward when it comes to uh, uh, to my practice, uh, to be honest, and simple, so everyone can understand it. But uh, my practice shifted uh, uh, recently, and I am now more uh, into community-based uh, projects. So I want to engage people and to create collaborations and to make them work together with me on the same aim. Let's put it that way. Not All five right. words, but <laughs> I, I tried my best. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a tough task that I gave you. I it really, that. it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested for uh, mm. the expats, the other expat artists out there who might be wondering. Right. How do you feel um, the, the art scene here in, in Finland and in Tampere compares to the other places you've, you've been? Well, the art scenes are pretty different, uh, first of all, from town to town. So if we talk about the art scene in Tampere, it's pretty different from the one in Helsinki. It's always uh, in the capital that it's all this buzz about art. Um, I have never lived in a capital, to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it. So uh, I had a feeling that I never had that uh, a strong art scene that everyone is uh, working and having projects and everything is uh, going very um, uh, like in one direction. Uh, for me in Finland uh, I have the feeling that I can do more. 
I mean, there are more possibilities and more, uh, more this um, small things that you think doesn't matter at the moment, but it will matter along the way when you gather all of them. There are a lot of open calls or a lot of residencies and grants that you can apply as an artist. And I think that's great um, because everyone can apply. You can apply in English and in Finnish, and I think that's a good um, way to do it, to offer the chance uh, to everyone who is living here, even though they, they, aren't, uh, they aren't Finnish citizens. So this is why I, what I really appreciate about Finland, this diversity in terms of uh, what you can do as an artist here. But do you feel like you feel like Finland has changed uh, your art or like your practice or anything like that or your creative process? Definitely, yeah, of course. It's just living in some other place. I think this change change changes a lot in you. Uh, doesn't matter if you are studying art or something else. It's just you're growing and uh, your work grows around you. So. Um, Living in Finland makes you think differently, act differently, um, compare things, making differences in your mind. All of this matters. And of course, the Finnish nature, all this minimalism and all this simplicity and living, um, going to the forest every day or seeing uh, the lake every day. Uh, I think it's so different comparing to my lifestyle in Romania. Uh, now I'm more calm, and now I can more, uh, I can work more peacefully. You know, this is what I, I didn't have there, and this is what I'm grateful that I have in Finland. Yeah, I can really appreciate that the, the 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 kind of the serenity, the calmness of Finland. Yes. Could you know really allows you to have some time to think. Exactly, you know, and it's very easy to go and find space for yourself. Yeah, exactly. You 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 don't think at all. There are some moments that are complete serenity, as you say, and uh, yeah, yeah. It's really great. I'm I'm very happy that I I have been living here for a while. I'm not sure if I will live here uh, in the next five years, let's say, but. Um, I'll just wait and see what's happening. If opportunities are coming, I'm able to take some risks. Uh, but to be honest, I miss the warmth and the sunshine. And um, yeah, mostly the warmth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I, it's so funny. I feel like the the Finns get so defensive when you start to talk about the weather. Yeah. I mean, they appreciate it's not great, but when you're like... Oh, they're like it gets warm in the summer, and you're like, yeah, yeah, if, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> if you define this as warm, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I still cannot stop myself from complaining about weather all the time. You know, it's it's I this like big, a, small, big issue in my head. <laughs> I feel like that's definitely a symptom of the expatriates here is that it's the main thing everyone complains about oh. like finland is a wonderful place <laughs> you ask anybody what the main problem is but the <laughs> there is a but there <laughs> right oh, yeah, for yeah. Sure. obviously uh, as we're both attending the same school you've got you know a nice community of international artists there who you can collaborate with and you know 
and all that. But as a whole, your experience in Finland, is there a strong international arts community here? Or have you struggled to find fellow fellow artists outside of our, our small bubble here in Tampere? To be honest, uh, I I didn't have the chance to work with other international people apart from our university bubble, as you as you said. And um, I don't know, there might be multiple reasons, but um, my strong... Um, what I what I feel is that in Helsinki, this international art scene is, uh, as I said, more dynamic and uh, more fruitful comparing to Tampere. I have this uh, feeling that Tampere is trying to uh, get into the into this dance, you know, and start uh, making different kinds of. Uh, projects and uh, different kinds of open calls and so on but I I don't think now that Tampere is very international but they are trying and this is the most important thing because uh, in Romania people are I I don't think they are trying too much here there there is a lot of money and a lot of possibilities and um, because people are really want uh, really want to do something it works you know, and there are uh, that's why there are a lot of opportunities because people are brainstorming and thinking how to do that and that and uh, how to to make it to the top in a way. And I like this here. I like that the creativity is very welcomed, and I like also the flexibility that uh, you have when working with people. It's more relaxed and uh, more easy for me than in Romania. Is it easy to get grants here from the government? Not really. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, I applied to, uh, I think, four grants until now, and of course, it's not easy. The grant itself uh, to make the application, you you must. There is a lot of bio- bureaucracy, right? That's the term. Bu- bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of bureaucracy and a lot of papers uh, and things that aren't actually connected to what you want to create. But you must do these steps in order to apply and then to have the money to work on your project. And um, that's great because uh, in Finland they are focusing on these grants and there are grants for everything. Cultural grants are one of the most um, popular grants. Uh, popular grants and um, you have the opportunity of course um, of course there is a need for Finnish uh, artists to create work and there are also exchange grants for Finnish artists so you as a Finnish citizen uh, you can apply for this grant in case you have a project that it's happening in another country so you apply for it, and if you get the money, you can think of a grant like a salary. So the government or whoever, the foundation who is um, offering you the grant is giving you monthly, uh, se- a monthly salary for your project. And what you do that year or that period of time that you applied for, for 
that uh, amount of money, you use the money in order to live, to eat and to create what you want to create, which I think is great. I, I mean, this is the way that I, I think I would like to do stuff, but it's not easy. I, I talked with real artists, let's say, artists who are already... <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, let's say that the ones who are uh, over 35 and uh, they already had some exhibitions, uh, international exhibitions, and they already had a na have a name in Finland and uh, they are well known among the, the Finnish communities. Uh, and for some of them it's so easy or this is what they told me, that it's not that hard to, to have these grants, but you must be very, um, how do you say? You must do it every year. And uh, if the answer is no, that's it, it's no, and then you apply again with the same project or another one next year. But you must keep going forward and just do what you want to do. Because at some point, an answer will come, you know. But you must work hard. And um... Yeah. So, I mean, what you're saying then is, all in all, Finland is it's pretty well set up. Like, there are lots of grants that you can get, even as an international artist here in, um, in Finland. But there's a lot of competition nowadays. Yes, not in Finland. Not so much in Finland. I didn't uh, have this feeling. Actually, my... One of my teachers from TAMK, who is a researcher and a photographer also, uh, said that, um, yes, you must think that Finland, uh, Finland is still a remote place, uh, pretty exotic for, for the others, uh, but still pretty remote because simply the location, you know, it's... Uh, uh, again, the weather, it's cold. People are not coming here to really stay and make a living out of nowhere. Finnish language is not easy to learn. And all, this, all these steps that you must uh, do, it's ma much more easier to go to UK and uh, speak English or Canada or, I don't know, Germany. If you studied Germany in school or France, as I did, if I studied um, French in school, then it was obvious for me that if I want to live in a place, I want to go to France because I know the language and I, I'm pretty curious how is it to live there. I think in Finland, the, uh, the competition is not that big. I think uh, that's, uh, that's what, where the magic uh, comes from because uh, uh, Finland doesn't have a lot of people now and it's still um, growing. Of course, it's growing fast, but now this space that Finland has now uh, talking about the art scene is the perfect uh, phase and pace for me to be here because it's a little bit more calm and with the grants and with the competitions also. More opportunities and less, less people than in other places. Okay. So for <laughs> any expats living abroad, <laughs> a sl slightly slower pace of life. <laughs> I definitely. want to still be creative. Finland's a good place to come. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
I think it oh. makes you so strong to be here. All yeah, really. In terms of <laughs> and the, yeah, and the, the the winters provide you know lots of inspiration. Oh <laughs> yeah, your art. <laughs> you stay at home you know, a lot, and you can you think. Have access to all sorts <laughs> of new emotions that you never knew you could <laughs> feel. <laughs> yes, exactly. A lot of new emotions here, and uh, yeah, my relationship with Finland is um very. It contains a lot of feeling, a lot of mixed up feelings. I I don't know if. I sometimes love it so much and I sometimes hate it so much and I, then I love it again so uh, yeah I think it's hard to find a balance especially at uh, this age that uh, we have now and this um, stage uh, that uh, we are now because um, of course you want a lot of things and with you can google everything and you can see how people are living there and there and what what things you can do in that country, but uh, what things you can do in that country, uh, what things that um, that place is offering you. Yeah, but there are the other things that I need, but this place is not offering me and the other one. And you just uh, wake up in front of the map and just you don't know where to put your finger on, you know, where, where to go next. What's my plan next, you know? Exactly. I know I've thought so much about whether or not I want to go back to Canada or if I want to stay in Finland, but I still don't know the answer completely, you know? For a while before this whole corona thing was happening, I was like, I'm pretty sad I'm going back to Canada, but now I'm thinking about, you know, I'm, I'm definitely stuck here for the summer, so I have to reconsider how I'm going to do things, and we'll see. We'll see where the opportunities take me. I'm not yeah. completely decided yet. Yeah, I think the, the most healthy way of uh, looking at it, being an expat in a country that you are you aren't sure if you if it's your place or not, if you can call it home or not, I think it's um, just to to stay open and uh, be a little bit you know like more laid back, more relaxed, just looking at things and waiting for other things to come and do your what you want to do now how you can do it here now and then if you just do your job your work whatever you like and you love to do and you do it daily opportunities will come and you'll figure it out where mm -hmm. is the best place yeah my mother always says uh you know it, it's a you can you can choose to be happy <laughs> yeah you know, happiness is a every choice. day yeah what projects do you have coming up what projects do i have coming up um i'm working now let's say two projects one is about uh, uh finnish landscapes i want to go from south to north with a car by car and uh, make these trips in the next two years so i will uh, create some kind of a, a, an exhibition yes uh, but also a book my aim is to create this book with uh, finnish landscapes i'm uh, it sounds very general but i'm interested uh, in uh, different types of landscapes how and lifestyle the finnish lifestyles how do they change along the way if you go from south where is more warm talking about warmth uh and 
uh, when you go from south to north, what does it change and what does it remain the same? Because I suppose the uh, red cottages will remain the same, but uh, what about the lifestyle of people? How how the towns are uh, are different, you know? So I, I don't have any clue now what, I, what I'm doing, but I know that I want to do it. Maybe it's just because I want to discover Finland and see see what uh, treasures I can find here. That would be one. Uh, so this book about uh, Finnish lifestyle and landscapes, but um, not a lot of details now. And um, then uh, the first one, the one that I'm really working on it now, it's a uh, collaboration between me and uh, my fellow uh, my fellow stu uh, students, oh, sorry, colleagues. And the collaboration um, aims to create this uh, uh, work about exactly what you're talking now about uh, being about migration, being an expat uh, in other country, um, what home means uh, to people, and I I'm interviewing twenty people, and uh, I talk with them like you are talking with me right now. Uh, but it's not actually a podcast, it's made for an exhibition. So there will be these uh, speakers hanging from the ceiling and some videos with the water. That um, I have this Na Nasiarvi lake, it's one of the biggest lakes uh, in Finland. And um, it's here in Tampere. And uh, I have uh, been filming it from winter to summertime. So I have a lot, a lot of footage with waves and water. And now I'm trying to combine them with the interviews and make something about this migration, this uh, interest in uh, going and living in other places and why the interest and why the young people are going and uh, why they do exchange studies and all of this. So I'm more focused on, uh, on migration now. Also the Finnish landscapes, I, I have the feeling is the same thing that I'm curious to know about this country that I'm living in right now. And I want to physically go and see it, um, all of it, and document it through photographs, because this is what I'm doing and uh, see what, what it will come out of it, you know. Sometimes things are uh, transforming along the way. When you start a project, you don't know why you started or how it will develop or if you if it will be a good one or a bad one or if you will just hold if you hold on to it for a while if you cancel it if you develop it into something very big you never know i mean i never know <laughs> what do you find so fascinating about expatriation and migration why did those subjects because it's not only these two most recent projects you've brought them up in past ones right uh, for those listening you can go and check out luitza's website uh i think it's luitzapreda.com right yeah exactly thank you jan <laughs> yeah and uh go and check out her um her wonderful photographs and videos there mm -hmm. um but yeah this is not your your first project that kind of delves into migration and expatriation what what about that topic inspires you well i think uh 
the main, the, the core of my uh, interest in expatriation and migration is the fact that I am personally an expat now. So I am living abroad. I have been an exchange student abroad. Um, I made the decision by myself to say, no, I don't want to live in my home country anymore. I want to live somewhere else. And then I needed to choose a country. And uh, it's, a, it's not an easy process. And it's a complex way of developing yourself as a human being. Living in some other place is something that I recommend to everyone. Because when you are living in some other place, you're getting out of your bubble and you are getting in into someone else's bubble, which means that country and it's, um, it's a complete transformation for a while and you must see the things around you and you must see them with a fresh uh, perspective, you know? Everything is new to you and you, you, yeah. Yeah, I think that's why mainly, now I'm, I'm starting to talk too much, but mainly it's uh, this curiosity that I had and um, this decision that I made, yeah, I'll do this, but uh, no one forced me, you know? There are different types of migration and m people mostly are migrating because, uh, well, they search for a better life. That's my opinion. And this better life can mean a lot of things for a lot of people. But for young people, what does it mean? Because young people are having a lot of energy and when you are young, you, you have the feeling that you can move the mountains and do everything and you have that, that energy in your core, in yourself, that it will never be as high as this in your life. This is the peak, you know? And uh, yeah, what drives you and how is it and uh, how does it change? Because I have the feeling that if you are young and you do the change and you live to another, uh, in another place, it's so different comparing to when you, you are over 40. When you are young, you are very flexible. You can do a lot of stuff that you wouldn't normally do. You don't have all these perceptions about the things around you. You didn't uh, create your uh, strong ideas on certain subjects. So this flexibility comes along with growing up and with becoming an adult. And um, it's, it's very beautiful uh, in the same time that you see people are doing this. And I'm starting thinking, and um, I want to tell you this now because I know you are interested in the same thing and that's why you are here. We are here. Because I'm, I'm starting thinking that the, the world will be so different in, in 50 years because of us, because we are the ones who, who chose to go and live in other places and maybe our parents or grandparents, uh, that, that was not an usual thing to do in the past. Of course, people were traveling all the time and there were migrations of all sorts. But I have the feeling that now is the peak, now is the highest point that migration um, come to, to a point that you cannot 
understand how the world will change, but for sure it will change drastically, but not in a bad way. I don't think so. Well, I think that's quite enough for this this podcast. Um, I'd like to thank you, Litsa, for coming on the um, coming on the show today. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I enjoyed myself, and uh, I hope to see you again. Thank you for listening to the Expatriate. Episodes air at eight a.m. every Thursday. If you want to find out more, you can find us at. The Expat Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks to Isabel and Laura for making this episode happen. This is your host, Ian McIntosh, saying goodbye for now. See you next week. <laughs>